Part two of Off Season on the Brink. I'd like to welcome our good guests tonight, our, our friends, uh, Kevin and Darren McClinton. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing all right, man. How you doing, Ken? I'm doing all right. Good to be here. We just finished up a uh, conversation with Brent from Burgundy Blog um, about uh, some, some camp topics. So we thought we'd come back for a little bit of a second uh, portion on Facebook Live for Hogshaven. Okay. Darren, man, a few words. Tonight? How's everybody doing? Tonight, there it is. Okay, good, good. Yo, bro, what's happening? We're excited hey, because after we here, man. after yeah. we do this, we're talking to his former basketball coach, Lefty Drizel, the left-hander, left-hander, on the Hot Box, which is another First Amendment sports show recorded right here every Tuesday night, hosted by the same guys, the handsome guys that you're looking looking at. Uh, by the way, not Lavar Ball, Kevin. <laughs> no, I'm not Lavar. I'm not. I got a lot Darren. to say about Lavar, though. Um, not I got just some things to get off my chest. He later always, on the always night. has some things to get yeah, off his chest. I know, chest. man. I know. Um, that's how I we're do. gonna and that's what we. That's what this is all about. It's therapy on yeah. a weekly basis, and yep. we, and we get Absolutely. led by LB. Very therapeutic. Um, not just Redskins fans, but Redskins right. lineage. Yeah. Um, in addition to loving the team because it's your hometown team, uh, you know, one of the seventy greatest all-time Redskins. I mean. You know, Harold McClinton, uh, I, I tell these guys that Hogshaven is full of um, listeners and readers who, who, who know his work um, and say, hey, man, make sure you tell, tell those guys that, I, you know, I loved watching their dad play. And I get those messages, um, wow. and they, they come on the comment section of Hogshaven, and they, and they come to me personally. Um, I appreciate that. So Redskins fans... It's like uh, Game of Thrones, the North never forgets. It's like right. Redskins Nation never yeah. forgets. Uh, yeah. So so welcome. You Thank know, you. Thank you very welcome much. Welcome Redskins family. Here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Uh, it, it, this time of year is, is always exciting for uh, Redskins Nation. Um, you know, everybody's geared up to, you know, the season coming and, and uh, what to look forward to, the draft, evaluating the draft. And, um, and, the the big news that this year's big news is what you know what Kirk Cousins gonna do but uh you know th this time of year is always is always great to be a Redskin fan especially in this area so uh, I love it looking forward to it I love it I think it's uh I'm excited about the season I think they have a chance to be really good um you know their draft I thought they drafted extremely well I thought they drafted for need I thought they drafted some very talented players which in the past was something that uh, a lot of people kind of, you know, kind of, you know, kind of did a double take as far as what they were doing uh, in the draft um, and free agency. I thought they picked up some really, really good free agents. Who's your favorite free agent they picked up? Have you Terrell had Pryor? Yeah, Terrell Pryor. I mean, I think the guy is with what he can do just athletically. Um, you can't teach the size and the speed he brings to the table. And even though they lost Deshaun and lost Pierre, I think they're going to be able to more than make up for that with him um, and Josh Dotson, hopefully, if he stays healthy. But I just love Terrell Pryor, I just, and I love his work ethic. I'm hearing a lot of things about how he's working. You know, he's you know, he's after practice. He's the first one to practice. He's catching uh, balls on the jug. He's the last one, last one to leave. So, you know, he's that kind of work He's playing for a big ethic. contract. He's playing for a big contract, but I also think he's, he's playing to prove a lot of people wrong. I think a lot of people are not sold on him being a big-time receiver. And wow. I think when you have those kind of questions about someone, 
I think you want to go out and you want to prove that you can play. And, I mean, you get 1,000 yards with Cleveland last year with the, with the quarterbacks they had. You know, now you have a Pro Bowl quarterback he's playing with this year. I think they, he has a chance to have a big, big year. Interesting fact, Ken. Uh, growing up. That's what I say, Cotero. Growing, <laughs> growing up as the um, in a Redskin household, as yeah. son of a former uh, Washington Redskin player, is it's crazy because I have a, a lot of friends that are Dallas Cowboy fans. Oh you know? man, yeah, and, we and do. It's, it's you know everywhere you go, you know they want to they want to give you crap about it. You know that, oh, that yeah. so uh, you know that, that that's just something interesting. We were growing up and we we would you know it looked like everywhere you turn. In our little circle, there was, there was a cowboy fan. I was right. like, "What is going yeah. on?" You know, yeah. DC stands for Dallas Cowboys. That's yeah. that's crazy to me. But yeah. uh, you know, it was it was uh, fun growing up in this area as a as the son of a Washington Redskin. You know, I'm honored and proud of of my dad's achievements. Um, and when I hear things, uh, testimonies, and and people come to me as well, and have and my brother have lots of uh, kind words to say about you know how he lived his life and and how how present he was in the community and things that he did for for uh for everybody for others you know looking or thinking about others before himself right you know the way the way he carried himself and that that's just uh something that makes me very proud and it also fuels the way i live my life and, right. and you know i know he would want me to to act the same way so uh yeah you know that's that's true i mean we've all we've always uh prided ourselves off doing the right thing and 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 being very um uh, very cordial very nice and uh you know that's that fueled us you know just you know our father that fueled us to where we what you know good things we were able to do and um you know we've had an opportunity to really to meet a lot of former redskins uh, the Redskins have always been a big part of our family. I've always been, uh, you know, it's my favorite team, obviously. I, I watched them, you know, ever since, the, you know, the 20-some years. They haven't been very good uh, since the last time they won a Super Bowl. But, you know, we always stay right there behind them and support them. And, uh, you know, that's just the way it is in our family. So, uh, you know, this is just hoping for a good year this year, man. I think we, like I said, I think we have a chance to be good. We seem like we say it every year, but... I think this, this year, be, this, this really kind of a, year, I think this, I think we have a chance to, to do some things this year. I'm hoping, you know, God willing and fingers crossed, but I think we got a chance. Well, we got, we got a chance. Brian Stabby ready to uh, ring in with our first Facebook, I don't know, comment. Yeah, we got some questions. All right. So, uh, the big one being, and I'm going to ask this one for you two guys. When okay. you think about the guys that you met who were part of this franchise in the past, and you said, oh, man. There's this one story that I love to tell. What would it be? At the at the seventieth greatest Riggins. Redskins, uh, <laughs> they had it was a whole weekend, and uh, one of the events was a uh, was a black tie affair. Yeah, and um, afterwards, after the dinner and the presentation and everything, um, we we went to the a bar, and. I had heard all the stories about John Riggins, and I wanted to meet him, uh, and he wanted to have a drink with him. Oh, yeah. So He's I got my dude. chance. <laughs> I got my chance. We were over at, over at the um, 
I forget the name I of the bar. I forget it but, too, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I walked up to him and I, I introduced myself. And he said, oh, you tank, son. You know, I was, yeah. And I said, he, so I was like, it's, you know, it's an honor to meet you. And he said, no, the honor's all mine. You know, he, then he started talking about, uh, you know, how, how good of a friend that my dad was to him and how great of a man he was. That made me feel good. And then, uh, you know, and he said, hey, enough about all that. Let's, let's you know, get a drink. Let's sit down. Let's have a drink. <laughs> and, you know, it, that, that was just a great, great time for me. And, um, and you know, I was there. We were there representing our dad and, and uh, our godfather, Brig Owens, was there. And, you know, we got to, we got to meet a lot of, a lot of good guys, a lot of guys that are, you know, watched on film, you know, yeah. because my dad's uh, games, you know, I was six years old when he passed. So a lot of his games that he played, people wanted my ticket because I was, I'd go to the babysitter. Right. You know, I wasn't he going wasn't to the, going you know, to, RFK. Uh, I was yeah. about to call it FedEx. I wasn't yeah. going to RFK, you know. So uh, a lot of my stuff with memories were on film. And, you know, I, just to watch these guys play and then actually meet them. You know, but Riggins was the guy I wanted to uh, that I wanted to meet. You know, and it, I got it. I got my chance. Well, piggybacking off that was the same event. Obviously, the seventy greatest Redskins. Um, I got a football. I I bought a football, and just because it was that event, and we had a very nice setup, and there was a huge tent, and all the Redskins were there. It was seventy greatest. I mean, some of them were there, some of them weren't. Um, but I went around like a kid. And got all their autographs, and I still have that football. I mean, it, it's amazing to see a lot of guys that amazing. played with my dad, played ball. before my dad, uh, played after my dad. Uh, just, to, I mean, they're heroes. You know, I think I got four of the Hogs. I think I got all the Smurfs: Art Monk, Ricky Sanders, Gary Clark. I mean, I got guys like Pat Fisher and uh, Mike Bragg and Fun Mark Mosley. I had, I think, four Hall of Famers that. Signed that ball. I had Super Bowl MVP Doug Williams sign my ball. Mark Rippin signed my ball. So, you know, to have that ball, and it's still in my house, to have that ball just to see it. Somebody asked me if I would give it away. Absolutely not. Never. Absolutely not. That ball no is staying with me. I'm probably going to give it to my son. But uh, oh, wow. that was that was a special time to be able, like a little kid, because you felt like a little kid when you're going and you're looking at all these guys. Even though you're a grown man, you're looking at all these guys that you grew up watching. Yeah. And, and to see them and to have them sign your ball and then to even give you stories or tell you stories about your dad when they were playing with them, that was special. So that was that was something that really meant something well, to me. Redskin Nation is like a family environment. Yeah. You know, it's it's a, you get that whole feeling of family. All those guys, you know, seem like uncles. Yeah, you know what I mean? Do. So I bet you they tell you to knock it off <laughs> <laughs> all, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you know, even, you know, the Rick Doc Walker, you know these uh, these guys. They they show us nothing but love. Right. And it's uh, it's a, it's a really good feeling, you yeah, know, to be it, it in is. that Redskin family. Yeah, it is. Dexter's a wild one too, though. Dexter oh, Manley, yeah, he's a wild one too. He's don't a, he's shake his hand, man. huh? Don't shake his hand. <laughs> yeah, why's that? <laughs> oh, he's got. What, he's probably got the strong. I mean, he'll oh. he'll crush your hand. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> nah, uh, it was uh, it was a good time back then. You got anything, Brian? Anything else going on over there? Nah, just people just, loving it. All right, all right. Uh, well, then let's good. then let's move on to the next. Uh, so we won't we won't go through the nitty gritty of ninety players mm-hmm. uh, on a uh, on a July thirty first August first roster. Right, that seems a little pointless. Um, 
Uh, but I will ask you over the last, let's say, over the last five or six years, let, let's say, let's just, let's extend it to the, to what we what we, I don't know, affectionately refer to as the lost generation. That that decade, twenty some years or, or two, yeah, of of rough times. Give me a player that's because uh, we, we talk about this, like the guys who basically made it bearable. That you when you tuned in on Sunday to watch, you you, you kind of knew what was going to happen, and you certainly knew what was going to happen over the course of a season for the most part. Um, but there were still guys that made it fun to be uh, a Redskins fan. Maybe they didn't, you know, they endeared themselves. G- guys who who suffered right there alongside with us. They never got the wins either. Oh, um, that's an easy one, Sean Taylor. Okay, that's that's. I mean, that's 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 an easy one for me. I mean. He's probably, you know, I mean, unfortunately, you know, rest in peace. We didn't have the opportunity to see how great he was going to be. Mm-hmm. But even during the times when they were losing, you always watched him play. You know uh, what yes, I mean? He was I always do. the guy that you wanted to watch because he was the best player on the field. You know, I don't care who it was. I saw Terrell Owens get, have alligator arms going across that middle. You know, so even though we were – you know, at a you know, we were not going to win games, or we were not as good as some of the teams that we were we were playing. Sean Taylor was the best player on the field. You know, and he was the best player. On he the was. Field. He was the best player on the field. He was the most impactful player on the field, and you could see that just by you know the way teams would go away from him. They would try to find ways to you know take him out of a play. You know, their schemes and things like that. But he covered so much ground. He was so fast. He was so physical. He was so strong that he was my favorite player. I and mean, you stayed in your chair to watch you the end of games play. still, even after yeah. 15 years of games not going your way as a Redskins fan at, at uh, FedEx. Absolutely. You stayed in. Um, even when Dallas was trotting out Vanderjack to hit a game winner, mm-hmm. um, you knew, and, and I knew, I mean, Sean Taylor plays special teams. Yeah, he did. He's coming back out for yeah. another play. Yeah. Um, it's the same reason why I refused to leave the bar uh, on Monday Night Football when – Santana Moss was still on the field Absolutely. and still had a chance to get behind Roy Williams and some yeah. punk Dallas Cowboy defenders. And we are still suffering from that. Oh, yeah. You know, the Redskins are still suffering from that loss because it's been I don't know how many years and they have not found a safety to fill that position. And he yep. would still hopefully, you know, he would probably would, still be playing. This would probably be like the twilight, right? This would be because he died 10 years ago. So he, you, so he would have been, what, 34? He died, what, 24 years old? I think that's right. So, so he would have been 34. He could, I mean, you know, he's still, the safeties, safeties play into their mid, mid-30s. The great ones play into their late 30s. Ed Reed played for how long? Yep. Troy Palomalu played, Rod, I mean. Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson. Um, I mean, even, Ronnie uh, Lott. I was going to say, Ronnie Lott. Ronnie yeah. Lott. I mean, he's definitely up there with those guys. He just didn't have the longevity to his career. Mark Murphy. Mark Mark Murphy. I saw him at that, at that thing, too. Was so. he 70 greatest? I think so. I don't know if he was 70. He might have just been hanging around. I don't know, but I saw him there. He's a, you know. I'm trying to... The, the two players that stand out for me that uh, that I enjoyed watching play um, that don't get a lot of credit. One does, though. Mike Nelms. Mm. Uh, and Jeff Hayes. And <laughs> Kelvin Bryant. Uh, you know how I feel about Kelvin Bryant. I, My favorite I, Redskin when he was a Redskin. I used to love watching Kelvin Bryant. Uh, run the ball and catch the ball yeah. out of the backfield. That dude got injured going to the bathroom. It, it's, he, it felt like that as a Redskins fan because he, I mean, 
it's a you know was, how good he was in the USFL. Oh, I know he had, he had that upright running style, kind of yeah. like Eric Dickerson. Yes, that, 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 and Eric Dickerson is probably my all-time favorite, favorite run, yeah. uh, running back. But he ran like him. You're right. He did run like him. You know that that upright style. Yeah. And I used to I used to like uh, watching Kelvin Bryant. Didn't he Didn't he overlap a little bit with George Rogers? Weren't they together? Yeah, they were. I believe. Right. I think so. I don't know. I got to ask Joe Gibbs about Kelvin Bryant once, and really not same in the same conversation where I asked him about Sean Taylor. You know, kind of ticking down the guy so that when I had the opportunity to talk to him, um, and man, I'll tell you what, you could see he he you could see he was a Kelvin Bryant fan too. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to watch that. It was hard to watch him play and not just want more. Darren, you mentioned somebody, Mike Nelms. A lot of people, I don't know. I mean, you have to be a big-time Redskins fan to remember 21. how good he was. Oh, my goodness. You know what I mean? I mean, he was known never for fair never catch. fair catching. No. Um, he was fearless. You know, yeah. You know, he gave, he gave his all on every yeah. every play. He was he was a great Redskin. Yeah, he was. Great he, was he was a really, really good Redskin. Really? You know, in special teams, you know, those those guys are, are – are, they don't get the glory, you know. Um, they don't get the – the fanfare, the, right? Yeah, the limelight. But the, you know, he was he was just a great. Yeah, he was returner. Wayne Severe was the special teams coach. Well, and you time. also, I mean, I don't remember. I mean, Mike Nelms didn't score a, a uh, you know, he wasn't like uh, uh, Dante Hall or or right. um, you know uh, Hester or anything like that. But I think what was characteristic of Joe Gibbs special teams and really what Brian Mitchell inherited and, and to his right. credit performed at a, at a high level at is he got yards. You know, m- what Mike Nelms gave you was better field position than where he caught it right. on average. Uh, he didn't turn it over. Right. And Sure-handed. Yeah. yeah. It's He's just a tough SOB, too. Yeah. He was tough. Yeah. Exactly. And it, which, uh, you know what, we got we to gotta ask B. Mitch about that. Because the more you talk about Mike Nelms, it seems like at least more what Brian Mitchell was trying to be. Right. And I think what he actually was. Right. Um, well, Brian, Brian Mitchell was fearless. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that we have I mean, with our yeah, special team. The Redskins have always traditionally in the past been very good special teams. I mean, that was a big part of making their football team is, is special teams. And, you know, Mike Nelms, Brian Mitchell, we had some guys that were among the, the greatest of, uh, you know, of all time in regards to kick, you know, punt returns, kickoff returns, et cetera. Unfortunately, now the way the game is, kickoff returns don't really matter anymore because you don't ever get a chance to kick the return. But uh, those guys back then, man, they were they were incredible. Well, uh, Mike Nelms did make the 1980s All-Decade NFL team. Yes, did he? he did. Yes, yes he, he did. did. Yes, yes, he, he did. did. I do remember that. Um, he was good, man. He was a safety. Did you know that? Mike Nelms? He was a safety. For, did he play safety at Ottawa? He never, I, I don't, for the Rough Riders? Because I, I know he was there before that. But he was. Hey, he he was no, he was. He, he, he was he a safety. He knock it off. He was the safety. Mike Nelms was a safety. Wow. He just never played it. He was a kickoff and punt returner, but he was a he safety. Is, he came up he is safety. listed as a defensive back yeah. slash returner yeah. on, on cards. DB slash KR. Yeah. yeah. But don't all returners either get listed as a wide receiver or a DB? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Not but, I mean, that's what he was – that's what he was – that's what his his call was. It wasn't was. his claim to fame, though. It wasn't his claim to fame, but that's why, you know, that's what his position was. I didn't know that. You know? Yeah, Mike Nell's my guy. Yeah. I like he's him. He's very good. All right, Brian. You said you had another one for us? No? No no other questions? That's fine. I think we're doing just fine here without <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, I think uh, we could probably step off here and just continue on. We got some – leave him wanting more. Leave him wanting more. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. Why don't, um, why don't we – you know what? We got to call Lefty. 
Yes, we, we do. got to call Coach Drizel. Yeah, you want to tell Drizel, everyone man. on uh, on live so, who we're we're talking to? Yeah. Well, we let that dude. Were you not listening to the beginning uh, well, of the show? Let it cut out. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, um, we got some late. We're we gonna, get some we're late gonna tuner on. We're gonna break from here. Um, we're gonna re uh, reset the board. We're gonna call in Lefty Drizel, and we're gonna do an episode of the Hotbox. There we go. Um, Where can they find the Hotbox, Ken? Well, you can find it in the same place as. Uh, the Audible. We're on SoundCloud. We're on um, uh, first. Well, we're gonna, you know, it's a FirstAmendmentSports.com uh, event, uh, which we'll start to see. You'll, you will be able to see the shows there probably at, by the end of this week. Um, but go to SoundCloud, type in First Amendment Sports. Um, you get the Audible. You get uh, the Hot Box. You get the DC mess around. Um, guys, appreciate it. Thanks for uh, sharing some stories that. tonight. We're, I got I got the skins going eleven and five this year. Oh. I want it. I want that's it. That's my. That's my prediction. We're coming. You guys are. We're coming back for a prediction show. You guys are both coming back oh, okay. for a prediction show. So right. bone up. Absolutely. Stop watching uh, <laughs> middle school They're basketball win games. The NFC <laughs> East. <laughs> NFC East champions. Eleven and five. All right. Early call. Market. All right. Kevin McClinton. Yes. Darren that's me. McClinton. Thanks Thank you so much. Hogshaven Facebook Live. Appreciate y'all. I'm Ken Marangolo. Appreciate it. This was the audible. I need to call my coach before he go to sleep. Ha, ha, ha.